I ate cat food. Hey everyone, I'm Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. My name is Blaze the Cat. And you're entering the Hedgehog Zone. I am your lead host, Luis. I'm actually back. Crap. What? How did that happen? I wasn't looking at the back. My fault. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah. Oh, really? Am I a ghost now? <laughs> All right then. <laughs> Apparently, I'm back, and now he's like, "Oh." <laughs> that is not to be recorded for. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use that in the scene. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm gonna, from now on, during the videos, I'm gonna go, Axe, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> For tonight only. Okay. Gonna, that's how you say Axe and go. Axe, where are you? Where are you? That's the raw version right there with Axe. <laughs> raw version. <laughs> <laughs> The raw version with X. <laughs> <laughs> what are they okay. even laughing about? Oh, he's fake laughing. He's not even really <laughs> oh, laughing. Wasn't really, oh, okay. Yeah. He was silent. Oh, now he's choking. Okay, he was. He's a real Eminem over here. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this place is toxic. Escape while you can. Your turn. Oh. Take two. Go on, Luis. Hello, everyone. I am your lead host, Luis. I'm Max. Houston's back. Ashley. Peter here. Welcome to the Hedgehog Zone. Uh, whatever. I'm <laughs> 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 so confused. <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome to the Hedgehog Zone. As usual, if you're not following us on social media, please give us a follow. You can find us at the Hedgehog Zone on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We also have a Facebook group called the Hedgehog Zone Fans. So please check that out, request to join. And we've been getting a couple of requests over the last couple of days. So thank you everyone who has joined the group. And on that note, today's episode is actually more so on opinions, but we're going to keep it typical to the last couple of episodes. Also wanted to remind you that we are going to be doing lives soon here. By the time this episode actually gets posted, We've already done uh, live already. We actually had a Sonic Collector live, which we hope everyone enjoyed. And they actually showed us uh, all their different kinds of Sonic merchandise that they have. So if you haven't checked it out, you can find it on our Facebook, on our Twitter page, and also on our YouTube channel. All right. Well, without further ado, Axe, can you introduce us the first segment of tonight? Um, okay, well, since we didn't actually do it yet, uh, th- this this is just us uh, talking about in the last episode, I was showing them some fan created stuff. Uh, one of the things that I started to show them, but we didn't really get to go very far was a project that some of you might know as Nazo Unleashed. Almost everyone here hasn't seen it except for Peter. And, you know, Come on, this is this is like a common knowledge thing in the Sonic fan base. Everyone knows about Nazo and Nazo Unleashed and their Dragon Ball Z inspired uh, antics and whatever. And uh, and eventually, you know, I'll try to show these guys Mario Bros Z. 
So, I mean, you can look forward to that. Eventually, you'll get their reactions to that and see what they finally think, uh, having seen these things for the first time. Uh, Moving on, of course, is another segment. But the second one is going to be the grand thing for this episode. It's it's something that myself, Shalice, and Peter kind of sort of came up with together with a mixed match of ideas. And finally, we came up with something. We are going to go through a list of unpopular opinions in the Sonic fan base. So, are you guys ready to go through some unpopular opinions? I'm ready to go around. I even took the time. But are you really ready, Shalice? Are you really ready? That's the question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Am I ready? Yes. I was born ready. I'm ready. Yeah, there's a couple ones here that I, I do not agree with. <laughs> so I have They're to bring it on. They're unpopular opinions. So, wait, only a couple? Yeah. It, the, the funny thing about unpopular opinions is that they're unpopular, but that doesn't mean that, that people don't still agree with it. It just means that they're not as popular as the popular opinions. The first one up is Sonic 06 is a good game. I, I guess this is the most popular unpopular opinion. What do you guys think about that? Anyone want to uh, go first on this one? Yes, I'm actually going to defend this unpopular opinion because as I mentioned in an earlier episode, I believe it has so much potential. So throwing that is a bad game is not because of the game, but because of the history of how it was created. You had the opportunity to get a new Hector, which was silver. We get a little bit more of dynamic with shadow which is one of my favorite characters and we got a little bit of a speed in some of the sonic stages it was a good game just in a bad moment for the whole thing Mm, interesting interesting but you're wrong um (laughs) (laughs) no no, because listen look look look. in your in your your little argument to defend sonic 06 here Mm -hmm. um you said that it had the potential to be a good game. Yeah, but if that you means think it, it, by the idea <laughs> of it, it is a good game. No, it could be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> because, you, And then the last thing you said was that you even got a little bit of speed in Sonic State. I mean, that's why it's so unpopular, the opinion. I know the speed yeah. was missing. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that I do agree, though, that it had the potential to be a, a good game. It, it's, for me... Like, okay, look, it's weird. Like, and I know I've been like, like dishing out against like Sonic Heroes lately, and I'm not trying to, but Sonic Heroes was a game that I liked, I enjoyed, but I found it to be like really like repetitive, right? And, and it didn't have like much of a story. I I was kind of done with it for a while, and it was hard to go back to it. And I have to play it years apart because if I play it too close together, you know, I get burned out from him like yeah i just i've had i'm kind of sick of it a little bit and i know a lot of people love sonic heroes and the reason why i'm bringing this up is because uh i remember like having a conversation with someone where we were talking about which is better sonic heroes or sonic 06 obviously sonic heroes is a better game but i feel like despite that i would probably play 06 before sonic heroes again just because sonic 06 is more interesting to me it's there's more going on, uh, even with as melodramatic as the story is. It's like, at least it has a story. It's a, uh, an enticing story, at least. Um, I think that visually it's more interesting to me. 
because then Heroes, the Heroes, I mean, I guess Heroes has the potential to be interesting, but Sonic 06 has the potential to be a good game. That doesn't mean that it actually is. So I, I maybe I just added an unpopular opinion <laughs> about Heroes. Um, anyone else have anything to say about Sonic 06 being a good game? Yeah, I, I agree. It actually was a good game. And I think... Shalice, uh, do you have all, anything to say? <laughs> no, uh, no all, all glitches aside, because I know I know it's known for the glitches, whatnot. Although I have to admit that when I played it, I don't recall that many glitches. It wasn't like to the point where it was overwhelming and I was like, I'm not going to play this game anymore. I actually remember it actually being a good game, had a good storyline. I just can't put it on a worst game category when you've had uh, the Sonic Boom games completely <laughs> terrible uh even sonic forces to be honest at some point i think yeah like the, the glitches i remember actually like not experiencing them too much i think it's i think you have to kind of go out of your way to find them not far out of your way but like you have to actively like look for it i think for me the big issue with sonic 06 when playing it actually was just the physics being like really like stiff and janky and stuff like that but uh if it weren't for that i think that it would have played rather smoothly and I mean, it still would have had a lot of other problems, but they wouldn't be like, like right in your face. Um, what about Houston? I don't know this game that you speak of. Oh, well, then look at you, Shalice. There is no such thing as Sonic 06. It does not exist. Oh, okay, Shalice. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say it was a bad game. The only thing about it that was bad to me was the play mechanic. Because when I sit here and I think about all the lives and the game overs that I had to go through just to get through one level on this game. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I was about to kick that game somewhere. But I stuck with it and I ground it out and I and I finished it. But I tell you right now, I was not one of the people that just sat there and tried to get out all the good ranks and all of the medallions and everything like mm. that. I was like, you know what? I beat the game. I'm done. Put it in a corner somewhere. It doesn't really give you anything anyway, so. <laughs> um. All right. I, I, okay. I thought about it. Yes, it does exist. I know. I know. I have played it. It's all right. It's not my favorite. It could have been so much more, but it wasn't. So it's just hard because it felt like a failure to launch. And that was what made it so difficult for me. Mm -hmm, That's my, that's my two cents on this. Very, very interesting. All right, so let's go to the next one. Um, also, do you, do we want me to just announce them all? Or do we want to like rotate who announces the next one? I guess you can rotate. That's fine. Me, Houston, Shelly, Peter, Louise, me. So this next one is one that I think all of us Sonic fans get really angry if someone tells us the contrary to this one, and I can't believe we have to say unpopular opinion because. Blue Hedgehog is definitely better than, you know, just some guy in just a plumber outfit. But apparently an unpopular opinion is that Sonic is more iconic than Mario. Definitely, definitely, definitely should not be unpopular. I don't know why how this is unpopular. I don't know who brought it to the list here, but <laughs> or who even said it, but it shouldn't be unpopular. And I know we're all biased here about it being Sonic and we're not a Mario podcast, so of course we're not going to say the contrary, but still, I think that Sonic has had 
a better history. And I understand that essentially Mario came first before Sonic, but I think even if you're an unbiased uh, uh, person who just likes video games, you could just agree that Sonic has had more of a character development, has had better storylines, and doesn't have Sonic rescuing Amy every single time, just as Mario rescues the princess in every single game. So what are your guys' thoughts? Let's go with you, Axe. I think uh, you want to say something there. I think Mario's more iconic. (laughs) You're fired! I'm a humble Sonic fan. I'm a bigger Sonic fan than a Mario fan. But like, I think if you're talking about like a, as a cultural pop culture kind of thing, it's like, I think it's, I just think Mario is a, uh, is more iconic in that sense because of his simplicity, maybe. Cause it's, it's, it's like on the level of like Pac-Man kind of thing where you just, you don't have to know the games that well. You just know the character. No, yeah. I have, I have a question for you, X being that, you know, the Sonic movie is really popular. There's going to be more movies, uh, hopefully potentially to a level of Marvel where we have, you know, this whole Sonic universe. Oh, no, I don't I don't know about that. Do you think that might change, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 years from now as new generations see Sonic, you know, more than just in the video games, but also like in the movie arena and TV shows and all that, whereas Mario is probably never going to be made a movie ever again? <laughs> Let me- uh, they're actually making another Mario movie right now. They are. Oh, really? Me, yeah, animated. Oh, okay. I, I, I want to jump in on this real quick because you're absolutely right. But I also want to point this out. Who has a theme park, right? Mario now has the Super Nintendo theme park that's opening in Japan and soon to be in Florida as well, in California, right? Like, you know, from an icon standpoint. But who has a blockbuster hit movie? Right. So far. So, so far. Right. So we're in this kind of weird, like stage of competition between the two. I don't think so because, because he has, he has a popular movie at the moment, but I don't think that really encompasses him as a, as a character because like, like if I go to like, say one of my coworkers who's like 47 years old and I mentioned Sonic to him, he, you know, he might know who he is of course, but there's also the chance that he's just like, I might not know him by name. I might, you know, I have to look at him and be like, oh yeah, I, I kind of recognize that dude. Because um, it's, it's, I feel like with Mario, you don't even have to have played it to just be like, like oh, I know who Mario is because he's, he's, I think he has more mascot power than Sonic does, especially with Sonic, uh, his identity revolving around being a competitor of mario i feel like it's it, it's a lot of people who are more like who actually paid attention to sonic who might uh you know acknowledge him like on his own because they know the history behind it people who don't know the history behind it will just be like oh it's the dude that runs fast he's kind of like alongside like like mario and mickey mouse and bugs bunny and stuff like that where he's kind of just like a mix mash of them in between and it's not to say that sonic isn't also a big icon I just don't think he's uh, as big as Mario. I would say he's probably like, um, just like right behind Mario in that sense. In terms of like as a character, I mean, obviously that's why I'm a Sonic fan. Like, I find he looks cooler. He's more interesting. He has cooler abilities. I just kind of feel like yeah, but like Mario is just he's that guy 
where it's kind of like he doesn't even have to do anything and everybody loves him for some reason but like that's just how it ends up being like it's like whatever everybody loves mario i guess he doesn't have to do anything he just goes yahoo and millions of dollars right there i don't know how they're gonna make his movie he barely talks but you know it's apparently they're gonna make a movie it's gonna be animated and i feel like i don't know it might end up being really popular too but we'll see yeah that that would yeah, that would be a disaster. I mean, I know there there was a <laughs> animated Mario Brothers, if I'm not mistaken, right in the '90s. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I I remember. Wait, are you saying there. it would be better to do a live action Mario movie, uh, Luis? Because they did that before, and that was a disaster. Well, definitely they shouldn't do that too. But on the actually on the contrary, they probably should. So that way we get another disastrous Mario movie, and maybe that helps Sonic really be more iconic because oh. they're gonna have a better movie <laughs> he's, he's a, he, he played luis plays dirty <laughs> well you you know if, if we compare them uh, outside of the video game realm in the movie industry sonic is more iconic than mario because no one wants to ever watch that mario brothers movie ever again and the well, sonic movie they actually do want to watch it again uh maybe because because some people might even say that the mario brothers movie is so bad that it's good in the sense that it's like you you can watch it ironically just because you're entertained by how bad it is. Yeah, I guess there's some people that, yeah. that, that like the, the worst, the worst, but <laughs> that might be the unpopular view though. Luis Luis sounds heated on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. I, I gotta say though, growing up, unfortunately, since I only had Nintendo, Mario games were right there, but as I grew and as I started to get more into the Sonic games and, and grow to understand more about, you know, the fandom and all the different things that revolve around Sonic from, you know, the games, the comics, now the movies, like it's just a whole different environment. And we could later probably on another episode compare the fan bases. But if we look just at the fan bases, it's a like complete opposite definitely sonic fan bases are more passionate and there's way more debate than there is with mario that again you know going back to the whole storyline it's pretty much the same gist of like he's gonna save the princess in every game and it gets kind of boring after a while and unfortunately that's still the way that they're pointing at but i think because most people were in my situation that they had a nintendo console and because Sonic uh, didn't arrive into a Nintendo console until 2002 with the GameCube, more people just essentially forced down the side of Mario. But I, I think we might see things shifting now that, you know, he's on, on the Nintendo platform now. Mario, stop. I'm with Sonic now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, uh does anyone else have any opinions, Houston, Chelis, on, on this one? Pedro, I think, I, I don't know. Or Peter. <sighs> I mean, I'm kind of, if we go by the story, I think Mario wins. Because, again, Sonic did end up arriving at the Nintendo consoles. But I have to say he's more iconic because he's so simple. Because there's no story. Because he <laughs> doesn't go any deeper you don't have a bunch of characters and it's just like a mickey mouse or pac-man when meh i mean it's mario he's a plumber he's italian he's fat 
there's nothing really going on. So more iconic, yes. Should be like that, never. never. <laughs> yeah, he's just the guy you stick on a backpack, you know? I mean, he's <laughs> Sonic too. But, but like, but no, no. Like I said, Sonic is iconic. I'm just saying that I feel like Mario has is more, a little bit more iconic. Like maybe it reaches across a, a little bit, a few more generations, maybe. Yes, and I, I agree with that. But it really feels like a stab in the back that it is it, that way. <laughs> kind of, yeah, kind of. But I mean, yeah. like I said, though, Pac-Man's iconic too, though, and yeah. he has like no story. Yeah, but no, I, I I really wish that they finished this movie and it becomes a really bad movie, but so bad oh. that people doesn't even want to watch it again. So we can have more Sonic and Sonic Dang. going up. You know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. We might as well let's rename this place the Toxic Zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll specify it: the Mario <laughs> Toxic Zone. Then the no no mushroom zone. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel just sad inside. The toxic mushroom kingdom, I guess. Shalice? Well, for me, to me, I say Sonic is more iconic only because I feel like Sonic is more of a tree and Mario is more of a flower with a few petals on it. Well, fire flower. Anyway, I say Sonic is more iconic because of everything that he can branch out towards. He can branch out towards games. He has animated series, multiple animated series, multiple video games, multiple comics, multiple movies, and fan projects being endorsed by Sega. So Sonic is a big old tree that has multiple branches that he can branch out to. And Mario's a fire flower that can burn it down. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, it's a a good analogy because it's like he's just a flower, but for some reason he has like this one like power over over Sonic and it's just like oh come on <laughs> I gotta say this your opinion created fire in the Hexion so oh my god <laughs> wow all right all right let's keep with the fire I wanna go with the Nets on popular opinion and this time I wanna make peace with Houston because I think this is going to affect him a little while so the unpopular opinion is Sonic 3 and Knuckles is overrated. No. <laughs> I'm going to invite Houston to develop a little bit more on that. Okay. In no universe ever is Sonic 3 and Knuckles overrated. Listen. Listen. You all know. Listeners, you all know how I feel about my beloved Knuckles. Everyone knows, right? I don't understand how anybody could think that this game is overrated. And I, I mean, it introduces an iconic character that becomes a lasting staple for our beloved Sonic franchise. And at the same time, it does offer some uniqueness to the story aspect of the Sonic games. It's not just, you know, Robotnik at this point, but it's Robotnik who is, you know, pitting these two against each other, but, you know, it adds this new, this new layer. So I don't think that that's the case. I actually think it's a great game. And of course, you know that I would say that. And um, I appreciate, Peter, that you um, would like to make peace with me. 
And I assume that you are just saying this and that you don't actually feel that way because if you did, I'd be very concerned for your future on this podcast. But I'm so glad to know that you probably don't think it's overrated. So good. No, I believe it's an excellent game. Bravo. Bravo. (laughs) Bravo. I want to keep all the kickness very happy with me as well, but I really love the game. He wants to exist in episodes coming forward. (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) Well done, because because there are some who shall remain nameless that would probably err to the other side, and that's an error on their part. So, anyone that's here, Houston? I don't think so. I hope not. Actually, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I I think that um. Well, okay. I, I would have to hear what Shalise and Louise say, but I honestly, if I had to guess, I'm under the impression that we're probably unanimous here on saying that this is not true. <laughs> like Sonic Three and Knuckles is not overrated. I think I think it deserves whatever rating it's gotten from the fan base. Like, uh, like it's popular for a reason. I, maybe people people think it's overrated because of how much it gets its praise over the years. But I mean, it's getting so much praise because it has uh, all the time in the world to receive it. Like, like uh, hypothetically, if anyone likes Mania as much as Sonic Three and Knuckles, like Sonic Three and Knuckles is still going to get more praise because it's been out. Like. 25 years longer and so of course but even then it's like mania as good as it is it's not gonna like stand a chance against sonic 3 and knuckles that's completely original at its time sonic 3 and knuckles sonic 3 on its own is a is a really unique and cool game just because like by itself it's got a unique style separate from sonic and knuckles and sonic 2 and then Sonic and Knuckles is like that as well. It has its own style. And then combined, they just happened to be able to like uh, create this whole new vibe together. It's just like it, it gives you like three playable characters, four ways to play technically, since you also have Sonic and Tails and Sonic alone. You have all the super forms. You have t- two hyper forms. You have this is the first game where su- there's a supersonic final boss if you like beat everything else. You know, there's lore added to the series by this point. The stages uh, branch off more and become more uh, exploration heavy. There's more gimmicks uh, that you can that can be applied to the different stages. The music is banging. Uh, <laughs> like what? What else is there to say? This is like the first extremely like epic Sonic game. And like going back to it, it's just like there's not that many things bad about it that you can really say. There's it's a 2D game, so there's hard, there's definitely not nearly as many glitches as you'll ever find in a 3D game. Everything looks great. It's it's just I don't know. There's like it's hard to like say something bad about the game. And that's why Axe. That is why you are part of the tribe. Well done. Well stated. I want to say something, and I'm mainly because I'm announcing the unpopular opinion. I playing a little bit of devil's advocate i think i could understand why people is saying it's overrated jealousy don't. yeah that's right or probably it could be i don't know just throwing ideas that these people got introduced to sonic in later generations for example with the adventure series with the 3d games and they were expecting something 3d and when they go back and they see the 2d games and they're like ah oh, yeah this is not the same i 
think it could be like that, but they are just wrong. And I see a Houston doing a bunch of signals to me, and I think I'm going to shut up in this moment and ask Chalice. Well, hold on. I There is no devil's advocate here. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. I'll let that slide. She's, thank you. <laughs> this game made me into the fan that I am. Why would I say it's overrated? I grew up with this game. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. Because especially it develops my favorite emerald snatching game, Blue Sphere. And I love Blue Sphere. Blue Sphere is just the funniest thing you can play on the game. Because it's funny, especially when you get bounced back into the red sphere. I'm like, okay, that little bit, little bit of race a little bit. Well, like, other than that, I'm like, I loved it. And I loved how the shields that they, they choose for character the game had a special ability. Sonic could bounce from the bubble. He could send out sparks. The, the magnetic shield would draw the reach to you. That game was not overrated in any kind of way. Sonic Mania even actually makes me relive my Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I'm like, if HBox is overrated, get out of here. Now, let me ask Luis, what do you think about this? I haven't heard from you. So I'm going to actually go with the same opinion as, as everyone here. Uh, I'll give you two good reasons why Sonic 3 and Knuckles could not be overrated. For one, it introduced Knuckles, which is one of the iconic characters in the Sonic series. So you you so cannot say that's overrated. That that I think is Houston's favorite character. I might be wrong. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I'm wearing red today, but it, and it is kind of like the Knuckles red, actually, I have to admit, but maybe that's why I, I'm uh, talking so good right now. Uh, and I this mean, is why we're still going to have a lead host after this episode. <laughs> Another one. Um, and then the second reason is, come on, it introduced the lock-on technology isn't that so amazing, right? You were able to play with Knuckles on Sonic the Hedgehog 2 by actually just uh, connecting the game onto the other one. Like it, that for its day was amazing. And I think even to this day, it's still something really cool to be able to say, well, you can grab this game, you connect it to this other game, and you're able to transfer that character onto this other game that was not actually included originally. So... Really cool feature that it came with. And that's why I just don't understand why you would even say that this is overrated. But if anyone thinks that, then I mean, I guess this is why it's an unpopular opinion. But uh, yeah, just uh, I, I don't know why you would even think that. Okay, I, that brings us to the end of this unpopular opinion. Houston, did we all pass the test? For now. Oh, wow. Okay, oh. then let's go with the next unpopular opinion. Why don't you take it from here, Chili? Okay, the next unpopular opinion is Sonic Forces. It's a good game, which I'm going to go ahead and defend with my life because I say it is a good game. Because uh, the reason I say that it's a good game, yes, this is an, another opinion I agree with. I have no issues with the game. I love Sonic Forces only because of the Mechion character function. They gave me uh gave me something that like I'm actually a part of the game. This is my character I made that I created with my own powers and ability. And hey, I may be fighting alongside Sonic, but hey, I'm there. I'm there. I am in the game. This is me. This ain't Sonic. This is me, the character I made with my own name. So I'm like, that game just really, really worked out for me and I love it. But I do admit stages could have been longer and and they could have put more stages and made it a little more fun. But other than that, the game was good to me. So I, I defend that opinion. The game was good. 
Well, um, I'll be completely honest. I haven't had the opportunity to play Sonic Forces because I don't have the console and nobody around me has it. But I would say it's a good game because I'm going to love every Sonic game no matter what. What do you think about that, Ad? Uh, well, for me, well, first off, I, I don't think how I'm going to love every Sonic game no matter what because uh, for me, I'm not one of the like the really like negative fans. But at the same time, I do agree that like I don't I don't necessarily need to like everything that Sonic pumps out. I don't need to uh, avoid any criticism because like well, there's a reason I like Sonic, and and obviously I would like that reason to stay intact. But I also think with, with Sonic, this is actually kind of a tough one for me. I'm a little bit indifferent because I don't think Sonic Forces is a I, like it's hard for me to just be like like Sonic Forces is a good game, but at the same time I I'm not the kind of person who would say Sonic Forces is a bad game, because I enjoyed playing Sonic Forces, and um, but I I think that it would be hard for me to go back and play it again, and I think what it is is that I just feel like it's kind of uh, lacking a little bit, I think and I think a lot of the the reason why it might be considered a bad game is because. And it kind of like goes six on this part. Um, I think that it had it raised a lot of expectations and gave people high hopes, and then people were disappointed by it. Where even if it wasn't like really bad, uh, it didn't do some of the things that we thought it was going to do, and so there's a lot of disappointment based on the expectations. A lot of um, missed opportunities, I think, where like forces has all these. Uh, things about it where you think like like they showed chaos and um so i I don't know if you're aware of this peter but like chaos is not really that big of a thing in sonic forces like he's there for like maybe like three scenes uh he's gone most of the game and like he's defeated easily and not even like in gameplay it's in a cutscene. I read so, that. I read that. Yeah. It was kind of disappointing. Yeah, and I'm like, Chaos is probably like, out of the four villains that they showed, Chaos is probably the one everyone was excited for the most. I don't know if you know about the story of Forces, so I'm I'm kind of walking on eggshells here, trying to make sure I don't like spoil anything in case you're interested. Oh no, go ahead. No so, problem. okay, well, well, spoilers for anyone else who cares who uh, is. Uh, still planning to play forces you know it wasn't even the real chaos it was it was an illusion and so like i i'm like well we we know the real chaos is around somewhere it would have been kind of cool to see him and uh i I, it makes sense like okay at the very least at least they didn't make chaos a bad guy again because they're like why would he be a bad guy again but at the same time i'm like well you still could have like made him more prominent then you have infinite infinite is he sounds cool i love his voice actor i mean i'm just thinking hey like finally we got gara's voice actor in a in a sonic game again because he was also zaz i believe and uh that's cool i'd like to like keep infinite around but i'm just like they didn't really do a lot with him. his powers should be like infinity stone level of power here you know like and he he didn't do as much as he could have so I'm like, I don't know. There's just things about it where I'm like, yeah, there's potential. They just don't go very far with it. 
And even with like the theme song and Infinite's theme song, they both made it sound like there was a connection between the Avatar character and Infinite, like a like a Naruto Sasuke kind of thing almost. And I'm like, they there's no connection between them. They're both just random. I don't know. Like I almost feel like the fan theories for Sonic Forces would have been a little bit better. I've gone on long enough. I'm I'm I'm, I'm indifferent. There's good. There's bad. I don't have a lot to uh, more to say about it. So, I don't know. Take it away, Luis. I see you uh, just festering your emotions about this. Oh game. yeah, I even have some uh, points here <laughs> on, on on some of the things that I, I don't like. And if you guys heard uh, at the beginning of this podcast, or not not this one, but just in general, the first couple episodes, I talked about actually getting it on Xbox, and I actually played it a little bit and. While the graphics were better, you know, I, I still kind of had the same feeling as I did when I first played it on the Switch when it first came out. But I, I don't like the fact that, like, we as Sonic fans thought we were going to get a different product based on the trailer and the hype and uh, seeing uh, classic Sonic and uh, seeing all these other characters that would come about, like Metal Sonic. And I, I think Chaos was also uh, somewhere there in, in that trailer. And it looked really cool. It looked like it was some really amazing game that would be similar to Sonic Generations more so is kind of what, what I was uh, uh, envisioning. Uh, <laughs> Everyone because, called you know, it Sonic Generations 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we saw classic Sonic again, right? So I think everyone figured we're seeing this version of Sonic again. It must be some sort of continuation. And that, that's what we all thought. So that didn't happen. And immediately, just as I played the storyline, it, it just wasn't as good. And I felt like it wasn't as challenging. Like, I, I passed that game really quick. Uh, that's probably been the fastest uh, Sonic game that I've ever passed. And you kind of want just some challenging levels, uh, I, I would say. Also, as I said before, Classic Sonic was in the game. I don't think he was necessary after seeing the storyline. I think they could have done away with not hiring him on. Because like you said, Axe, now people are like, uh, we don't know if we really want classic Sonic in a modern game anymore. And that's not what people were saying after generations, but forces kind of, you know, ruined that that part of it. I think what they could have done is they could have just had a Phantom Ruby be like two Phantom Rubies from like the different timelines. Have it build up to like the meeting again by having the Phantom Rubies collide or something like that in the future. Then they could have done like the Sonic Dimensions thing where they have like all the other Sonics. I don't know. But I yeah. think the, it's weird because like Sonic Forces is such a good concept. And a lot of people also think that this was like their opportunity to like borrow inspiration from uh, from like Sad AM uh, because, you know, Eggman conquered the world and now they're trying to take it back. And I, like it is, it is a cool premise. It has a cool aesthetic and there's a lot of things to like about it. And then there's a lot of things not to like about it and i think it's the conflict of feelings that upsets some people and then and then for people who like the game it's it's the fact that like well there are things to like about it still like it's still the boost gameplay it's classic sonic like in generations it's but it's uh it's got a few like more newer stages even though it still reuses some old stages um infinite is cool like i mean it's it's tough infinite's theme song 
is is pretty awesome. They got Hooba Sync. So it's it's a it's a mixed bag, I think. It's hard to really just say it's good or bad. It's somewhere in between and it just depends on your personal take. Yeah, I mean I I can't argue. Infinite song was good. I mean there were, you know, a couple of things, but I don't think that there were enough things to make it good. Uh but along the lines of it being like so quick to uh, be I also found that it was really easy to get an S grade because I think Shalise, you said it, the levels were a bit short. So <laughs> you could easily pass a level like within probably like two or three minutes, get an S grade. And it just felt like there was no challenge with that. And then my last point, and I know there's a point that people actually did like, but I, for some reason, it just I just didn't really enjoy it as much, was the ability to create your own character, which... I'm all for creating characters in games like FIFA because I'm a big FIFA fan and I'll create my own soccer player and that's great. But with Sonic, I just felt like, mm, do I need that? Uh, probably not. And I think what ruined it the most, and maybe this could have changed my opinion, is that when you create your character, they don't talk. All the other characters are talking to you and you're like this like shy person that is not going to say anything. <laughs> And I feel like they could have included a couple of voices, you know, uh, depending if you were a guy or a girl, then of course the voice would change and that maybe would have changed things. And that would have made you feel more a part of the game because you would have actually had your own character actually speaking to the other characters. And something about just being quiet the whole time is like, I don't know, it just, it just doesn't go with the rest of the characters. And so that's why I feel like, you were more uh, you were more left out of the story kind of by not actually talking and so yeah those are my key points that I have wow to be fair Link, Link is the main character and he doesn't talk I was thinking just about that <laughs> I, I, I guess that's an, unpo- an unpopular opinion that you just presented Luis yeah. I think that a lot of people do like the avatar aspect at least because people make fan characters all the time and and I think that was something. I, if anything, I think that they should have like gone more into it in more depth. But also, what were you gonna say, Peter? No, no, no. I was thinking about that. That Link, I mean, is popular and he doesn't say a word only screams every once in a while. Houston's been surprisingly quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, observing, listening, taking in all that you have been saying. I'm in a very philosophical mood at the moment. <laughs> But I will say... Very murderous of you. I know. Just wait. It gets better. So I will say that I agree. You know, and I actually made that connection too where, you know, you don't speak. I mean, you're playing a character that that doesn't speak a lot like, you know, Link and whatnot. So I don't have a problem with Sonic Forces. I think that the execution of it was probably not the best, but I haven't gone as in-depth into that particular game as I have with others. So, you know, I I just think that it hasn't captured my attention the way that I would have really liked it to. So, you know, I'm just kind of like, meh, when it comes to that game. I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. Next. So... Here is the unpopular opinion. Roger 
is better than rhyme. And I'm sure that many people are wondering, who is Roger? Who is Ryan? What are all these R names doing here? Who's Roger and Ryan? Uh, okay, are you actually asking? Okay. <laughs> Roger Craig Smith, everybody, is a an American voice actor. Oh, well, if you had put the last names, it would... What a, what a coincidence that there's a Roger and a Ryan. Well, now that you successfully embarrassed me in front of the whole world. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Roger Craig Smith and Ryan Drummond. Although I do think that you should give a little bit story about it. If somebody, you know, is listening to the podcast and not really familiar with it. Um, a story? Like, well, you know, well, knowledge. Oh, well, uh, Ryan Drummond. Ryan Drummond is... Uh, the the first um, voice actor for Sonic in the 3D games and from Sonic Adventure until Sonic Battle I think or Sonic Events 3 whichever one came last and um Roger Craig Smith started voicing Sonic in 2010 with Sonic Freeriders and he's voiced him ever since in the Wreck-It Ralph movies including in um Sonic Boom stuff like that so yeah, so that he's the current voice of Sonic versus like the first voice of Sonic, and uh, and then there's there's also Jason Griffith, but that's not mentioned here. This you're supposed to be presenting this season. <laughs> no, go on, keep driving. You're doing a great job. Fine, you'll you'll just you'll just uh, announce the next one then. Fine, whatever. I see Luis making a bunch of signals. He has a participation in there. I I feel like I feel like Luis is a very like as a Ryan Drummond heavy kind of guy. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, and and actually Ryan voiced until uh, Sonic Advance three um, slash Sonic Heroes because they both came out on the same year, but yeah, without a doubt Ryan is in the iconic Sonic games. I, I just I can't get used to. I think Roger's voice is much because in part it reminds me of the the goat from regular show. For those of you who watch the uh, cartoon and Cartoon Network, but I always hear. The goat's voice. I'm trying to remember what his name was. Uh, Thomas actually was his name. Um, I, I always hear him because that that's <laughs> that's the voice that I, I would hear um, more. And so I, I just can't get used to just getting that go away from my mind when I hear Sonic and Ryan was just you know basically just again in those uh, games that that we all remember and the phrases that we all remember. It's kind of hard to, you know, say Roger was better because Roger hasn't been in as many iconic games. Like, true, Sonic Generations is one of those good ones, but he still needs to have more games that are as iconic as the adventure games were, which I find it really hard for more games to to be like that or or for someone to voice Sonic in as many iconic games as, as he had, so... That's that's my reason for that. I'm going to agree with Luis. I I prefer Ryan. I think he's better. Probably I have some personal feelings over there because the first time that I hear Sonic speaking, it was with Ryan. So that's the tone, the voice that he got in my mind and forever he's going to be Sonic. Everything that comes next, it's like, okay, he's trying to imitate Ryan in some point. That's what I think. Wow, we got a lot of 
silencing here. <laughs> Houston, what do you think about Ryan, Roger? Who's better? Roger. Oh, wow. Okay. Roger's better. Okay. okay. Why? May I ask? I mean, is it even, are, are we having a contest? I didn't, I didn't think we were having a contest here. Here's the thing. <laughs> They're better in their, they're both good in their own rights, right? And it really comes down to a matter of personal perspective and taste and what I like. And to me, Roger's better. And I think he, he, I think he does a great job. And I think that Shalice would probably agree with me in, in this, in, in this area for her own, for probably very similar reasons that I just stated. I mean, you know, I, but when I think iconic, gotta say, I really do think Roger. I do. Shalice, back me up. Come on, back me up on this one. I'm gonna say Roger too because if y'all don't really know Roger, Roger has anime gaming voice experience. If you look at his profile, you'll see he has played multiple, multiple anime characters throughout his career. So he has more experience being a voice actor and being able to emote better. Ryan Drummond, when I think about him in Suck Adventure and how he was trying to emote for Sonic and stuff like that, he's like, whoa, and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, come on. You could have made that one more serious sound. Like, come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But see, if I could take a picture of Roger playing Sonic and, he, and him doing that, I like that go to that emotion. He actually sounds like he's terrified right now about what's happening. The way that Ryan Drummond did it, there was no emotion driven behind him. I'm like, boring, where's the emotion? I would say Roger is much better because he has more experience than Ryan. So, yeah, that's my opinion. Precisely. Case dismissed. Well, Next one. Actually, I got to say, Roger was in Sonic Boom. No one really liked Sonic Boom. That actually should have probably been... Another oh, uh, please. topic here. Oh, oh please. I don't know about that. Whoa, 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 whoa. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Just don't. You had to go there. Ugh. Actually, I, I got one for you, Houston. I think I know why Houston uh, doesn't uh, like Ryan. The year 2000. What, what game came out in the year 2000 for Sonic? Sonic Shuffle? Yes. Yeah, he voiced uh, Knuckles. He voiced Knuckles, and so uh, Houston doesn't oh, like the fact that he voiced uh, Knuckles and, and Sonic. He, he does it? That, that's, that's my theory as to why he doesn't like him. Oh, so, okay. See, how was I supposed to guess that? You're basing this on a theory you never shared with us. <laughs> Luis, <laughs> that was one of the most far-reaching things I could have ever heard this evening. <laughs> And you got it right? How? Mm, cool. That's the horrible reason. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not this, the only reason. This, no, no, hold up. It's not that I hate Ryan, right? I just, I'm partial to Roger, but you did bring that up and now it's sparking all this PTSD memory for me. Okay, we're done here. Okay. I should have been the voice. So anyway, so anyways, um, this... I'm I'm actually surprised that this is a split evenly as it is. Uh, but uh, 
but for me, I guess as the tiebreaker, I'm gonna have to go with like uh, with Ryan. In terms of the acting, I first off, I think that their conditions might be a part of uh, that. Like the way they're directed is was very different. They, they're not given any context. They're not recording with anybody else. Uh, and then, like like you said, like he's not uh, an anime voice actor. He was more of like a stage actor. And but the thing is, is if you hear the clips on their own outside of like the cutscenes and not uh, alongside other clips, they they the clips on their own sound natural and they sound fine. My only criticism or critique to his performance as Sonic, and this is mostly as time went on, is that he always sounded like he was smiling, where like even no matter what other emotion he had, he sounded like he was happy or smiling, like reading to like a kid in the hospital or something. But I think that voice wise and attitude wise that he had a really cool, unique voice for Sonic that actually kind of like fit what we perceive as Sonic's voice at the time, especially with Jaleel White uh, in the cartoons, because it wasn't like that. He sounded like Jaleel White, but it was that we had this perception that a typical Sonic voice would be kind of like that energetic, somewhat nasally kind of voice and over time, I feel like each voice has kind of drifted further and further away from that. Where, where Jason Griffith started off sounding kind of like Ryan and Jaleel mixed and ended sounding like just a regular dude almost. And then Roger Craig Smith started off uh, kind of fluctuating, actually, between sounding kind of like Jason with a little bit of grit in his voice to having just a deep surfer dude kind of voice that people you know don't really like about him they think that he sounds kind of like like a you know or d-bag or something and i'm like well i but the thing is is though i don't dislike roger either i think for me i like all the sonic voices uh and i think they all sound cool in their own way and i am always interested in hearing a new sonic voice because i'm like oh i want to hear something fresh but at the same time it's i know when i hear it it's going to sound familiar too and i think we should do an episode about the voice actors in general and more about um, Ryan voicing Knuckles and, you know, and stuff like that. Like who's your favorite Knuckles voice, favorite Sonic voice and all that stuff. But I've, as a, at the moment, at the very least, we know that um, Luis San Pedro Peter. prefer Ryan over Roger and uh, Shalice in Houston prefer Roger over Ryan. Now where does Jason Griffith fall in that mix? Where does Ben Schwartz fall into that? Where does uh, Houston fall into that in terms of Knuckles? Bless you. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. Uh, I was supposed to introduce this one, but I think I'm going to let Houston do it since I basically took his. Oh, but don't worry. I have one coming. All right, unpopular opinion. Boom cutscenes are better than 06 cutscenes. Ooh. <laughs> Luis, the look on your face just makes me want to ask, what do you think? This brings me back to when he said nobody likes a boom. And I'm like, is, you know, I don't really care for a boom, but Luis, chill. Nope. <laughs> oh, no. This, how could someone even have this as an opinion? I just, <laughs> uh, I know 06, it has its own things. Again, people uh, don't like it and whatnot. But you just can't say that boom cutscenes are better than all six cutscenes. First of all, let's say that once a video game, once a TV show, uh, you you 
I don't know how you can even compare a video game. It doesn't matter what game it was. It could have been one of the worst video games. You just can't compare well, the cutscenes to that. To the I show. mean, the, in the show, they're not called cutscenes. The I, I think they're actually talking about uh, like like the boom games. Uh, and uh, I think I maybe I should clarify. I'm pretty sure they're probably talking about Rise of Lyric, since yeah. uh, since the handheld games probably. Well, I don't the handheld games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if it's the video games, still. I mean, the show wasn't good. The games. <laughs> That's not even, even worse. The games. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I just, yeah, nobody could say, oh, I'd rather play Sonic Boom, all the, any of the games than 06. I, I, yeah, but, you know, I guess, again, there's, there's something for everyone. But personally, I, I just, I, I would just never ever even play uh, the Sonic Boom games again. And uh, when it comes to cutscenes, uh, 06 actually had a decent storyline, in my opinion. It, it wasn't, Whatever storyline Boom had, again, I, I didn't even really get anywhere near as far in playing those games because they, they just weren't that good. It, it couldn't have been any better. I, I just got to say that. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, just to clarify, not that it makes any real difference, uh, and, and when, when we found this uh, unpopular opinion, it, they did specify that uh, they didn't think that Boom was a better game. But they they just thought the cutscenes were better, or at least more interesting, um, because of the voice acting and like the 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 uh, the things that were going on in the animation. But uh, but they also were not including the CGI cutscenes from 06. so they're only talking about in-game cutscenes. And I think where they're coming from is the fact that uh, like in 06, they're kind of just standing around. Personally, I would still say that 06 is has better cutscenes. Well, if I get a little bit of opinion on this. I mean a little bit of a crossing road in there because I do remember, I know I defended Osits a little while ago, but playing Osits, I do remember waiting so long for the loading scenes. You know, if you're either going to a, a cut cutscene or if you're going to a stage, there was always such a long time to wait. I mean, there was a point like, I don't want any more cutscenes. I don't want any more dialogue. I don't want anything. I want my game. I want it complete. I don't want to wait 30 seconds, 30 extra seconds, just because we're going through from one part to another or that we're just getting a little bit more story about it. So it's like, did that does that mean that I like Boom better? No. <laughs> but I didn't have to wait two hours in order to see the whole thing in there. You know, so uh, it's better because at least it's faster to go within the game. (laughs) That's, you know, somebody has to support the unpopular opinion. But let me go to Chilis. What do you think? Me? I gotta say, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, 06 was better to me. Well, I do admit, I agree with you there, Pedro, about the fact that it took forever for the cutscenes to load in 06 and everything like that. Because I feel like, okay, I'm so done. When am I going to see what's going to happen? But the only reason I say that 06 is better because of the one cutscene that just trashed my heart when Mephiles came out of nowhere and pierced Sonic. I'm like, oh, oh no, how can you do this, Sonic? Oh my God, no. He just impaled my boy. Help. That's the only reason I say L6 is better because uh, it had more iconic scene, scenes and stuff like Future's 
it had Silver's past, what happened with Blaze and everything, and Shadow Story. I especially like the when you went to Shadow Story, how Shadow Story began. He just skating through the mountain regions and stuff like that. Get to Eggman's base and it's like secret agent mode. I was like, oh, I am loving that part right there. That is fun. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just say, oh, six. Houston, what do you think about it? Shalisa, I agree with you. <laughs> I think Shalisa and I are on the same wavelength tonight because I I agree. Just like we agreed on Roger, I agree with you here on. And you're gonna break on, my heart with your opinion. Oh my god. What? Wait, what? You're gonna break my heart with your with your special opinion. Oh my god, it was one of the same oh, Yeah. I'm just I'm just waiting for that. Uh, hold on, let me take it in for a minute. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, no, I I have to agree. I mean, 06 while not the greatest game, I I still appreciated it in terms of just some aspect of the story as opposed to boom. So, I'm I'm going to go with 06. So the the next unpopular uh, opinion here we have on our list, not one that I'm particularly too strong, uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I don't I don't disagree with it either. And that is that Elise from Sonic 06 is a decent character. If people don't like her as much, it's, I think, for two reasons. For one, just because 06 wasn't unpopular. We talked about it here as our first point. And then the second thing is that anyone who has wanted to have the Sun Emmy ship or just Sonic with anyone else just didn't like her for that reason. And because of the fact that she was a human, I think... And people were just like, eh, hedgehog, human, how can that be a thing? But, you know, let's be clear, Sonic saves her, so she has to be a decent character. Come on. Opinions? She revived Sonic. Sonic? Well, hold on. That's true. Let me think. Because Sonic saved Eggman before, too. I don't know. I think she's a decent character. Um... She's not a very interesting one, but I think that she could have been. I think that the kiss was unnecessary. I personally, I didn't even actually see the romance between them until that point. I was like, that that, that didn't really have to be like, I get it. There were probably hints of it, but it was like so subtle that I was like, it this could have been anything. Maybe that's why I, I find her decent then because I didn't really view it in that way. I'm going to repeat it to the, the end of times. She revived Sonic. She's a decent character. She's just suffering from the course of, oh, because she's in O-Sits. But she revived Sonic. If you hate her because she's human, well, a lot of humans hate other humans. But she's still decent within the Sonic franchise. Yeah. Any opinion from Houston and Chalice? Ooh. They agree then, right? So yeah, they agree. So the, okay, they both perfect. they unmuted at the same time, and they're they're waiting to see who's gonna go first. But nobody talked for three seconds, so they agree that she's a decent character. So she wins. <laughs> well, okay. e- either that, either that, or they're just blown away by the notion that they're like, um, what's the word for it? They're not, not appalled. They're uh, they're stupefied. Maybe she's unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> she's an unnecessary character. I, I just don't think that I don't, I don't see her as necessary. I just don't like they, they try so hard to force 
certain characters and it is i i just don't think she's i just don't think she's necessary i don't okay but would you say that it's unnecessary decent no okay. <laughs> <laughs> you tried <laughs> I think oh no, I, maybe she would be more decent as a, as a as a minor character, you know, like if she were uh, not as so front and center, like she I could have been, yeah, because then it's like, oh, she's a princess of Soliana. I mean, that's fine, yeah, but she doesn't have to be like 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 oh, I have my own theme song. <laughs> Although to be fair, I mean, I, it gives uh, more variety to the Sonic franchise, like a, a a type of character and a type of theme song that uh, you don't usually hear. And so now you have like one of Shalice's favorite themes. And um, I believe, if I recall. And I think that maybe if they had presented her better, maybe if they even had modeled her character a little better, uh, that people might have like appealed to her a little bit more. She jumped off of uh, Eggman's ship thing to um, just so Eggman wouldn't get the power that was inside of her. And I'm like, well, she was very self-sacrificing till the end. What about uh, you, Shalise? What's your opinion? Okay. Um, kind of going to say she was decent, but only to the story plot point. Because the story couldn't flow without her. So Sonic 06 needed her because they plugged, they plugged her in there. She was there and she was needed because it was trying to save Princess Soliana. So they couldn't get the Eblis trigger and things like that. But in terms of her just belonging in the fan base and sticking to the fan base forever, she's decent, but she doesn't. I mean, once the Sonic 06 is over with, she's done. No more. Elisa's over with. That's why when that's why when she did what she did and the timeline was reversed and everything like that, it was like they never even met. So they pretty much erased Elise from the timeline and the time block altogether. She's a decent character for the game, but she's gone now. She's not even relevant anymore. Yeah, that's that's a fair that's a fair opinion too. I mean, she technically she is irrelevant now, unless they bring her back, but highly doubt that that will ever happen. But yeah. That's true. Savage, Shalice. That was just savage. <laughs> but after it was, it hurt me a little bit. But it is true. She's not in the story anymore. Well, uh, all right, Pedro. Uh, you can give us the next one, which is uh, it's an interesting one. That we'll, we'll talk about that. One. Yes. Now let's keep it with the humans. In this case, I'm going to give an unpopular opinion for a glass of warm milk. <laughs> That a Carter in Sonic X. Of course, we support a lead. We support wait, Chris. Uh, hold on, next. Let's let's hold, uh, hold on. Can you say it again, uh, Peter? Uh, Pedro, Peter. your voice kind of cut down for me. I'm gonna say Chris is an acceptable Carter in Sonic X and in the Sonic franchise. Like, why are they got all these like I don't know, like redheaded Sonic companions with uh, that are humans and. Nobody likes, but I agree with you, actually. Yeah, hear me out. Everybody hate Chris because they had. <laughs> yeah, you had to hate him. But the thing is that Chris, for the point that I see it from, is you are Chris in Sonic Cats. Everybody wanted to be a friend with Sonic. And Chris was that kid that it could be you. You know? Wait, do you do you even know the reference that you just made? Yeah. 
Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, he said everybody hates Chris, and he was you were so straight faced about it. I was like, wait, does he? Oh, he knows us a show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now the problem is that not everybody has the personality, of, you know, Chris' personality <laughs> being Sonic Cat, but he was—I I believe he was created for that reason because you are Sonic's friend, Sonic's human friend. But you know what? I will support him. Chris you know, is an acceptable character. Imagine if they surprise you. You in Sonic Forces, you can—you have all these unlockable things. I don't like where this is going. You you beat the game, unlock Chris as, as an avatar character. Because <laughs> it's pretty much the same concept. Chris running around with some wispons. But I, <laughs> Luis, you got something to say? Oh, no, no. When you said that, I was like, I mean, sure. If you want to make it a, a terrible game, that that's a way to make it worse. And I, I'm glad he hasn't been in a game. Thank you. Please don't ever. Hi, Mana Game. Well, he was fine in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, if Sonic was in that game, maybe that, that could have been different. <laughs> uh, no, it, it just, Chris, I think, was unnecessary in Sonic X. Uh, I think, and of course, I'm saying it now after watching the movie, it probably would have been better to have uh, a police officer as the companion of Sonic, just the, as we saw in the movie. But I think in the TV show, he he doesn't really bring too much value to the show. And in my opinion, he is just complaining most of the time. And I don't know. I, I just, uh, I never really uh, got along with that character. I love Sonic X. And Chris is tolerable. I'm not going to say that he's fantastic. I'm not going to say that he's terrific. I mean, is that fair? Is that is that a fair statement? I, I, I think that that is where my mindset goes to when I think of him. You know, I, again, I don't know. I'm just going to say tolerable. Well, I think tolerable is acceptable, so I'll take that. I didn't say acceptable, but tolerable. Yeah, I'll take it. Acceptable, terrible, acceptable. That's that's great. That's right. Chilis, what do you think? Uh, well, he's tolerable. I ain't gonna say I hate him. He's good. He's great in the, he's great in Sonic Ace and everything. He helps out, especially in the third season with the Metric, when he got teleported to Sonic's where he was already an adult. And he could pretty much be helpful in the third season in a great way. But other than that, I'm gonna say First two seasons of Sonic X, he pretty much just stayed being like Princess Peach. I was in trouble. That's how I felt like it is. But I'm not gonna say I'm not saying I hate him. He was, like I said, with Elise, relevant to the show. Yeah, I don't hate him. He was relevant to the show. I take that. That is excellent for me. The show was basically revolved around Chris, where like the Sonic characters were kind of like his companions, his guardians, but like he's he's the the center of the show basically which is probably why he was in the metarex saga at all instead of just leaving him out i think that he's not an interesting character really like he's not the kind of character i'd be like yeah i like chris a lot i don't really see a reason to hate him but i like i don't i don't i feel like the creators are the ones who really hated chris because first and i don't know why they put him there but like I remember there's the part where um where Perfect Chaos was there, right? And everyone's supposed to bring the emeralds to Sonic and they have to shoehorn Chris in. 
I remember he had an emerald and he's like, Sonic. And he has the emerald all excited and everything. And then he just randomly like trips in the middle of the street, like, like flat on his face. And Sonic's like, Chris, are you okay? And he's like, I got an emerald for you. <laughs> it's stuff like that, that it's like, oh, why? Well, like they didn't have to animate that. See, more the reason why, well, why he was in the cup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. But he's a set. He gave Sonic cat food. Yeah, that's true. But come on. All, all, any Sonic fan could be offended by that, right? However, okay. however. I take no, no, back no, no. my... I take no, back no, my... no, 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 no. I mean, I own a cat. I have eaten cat food before. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, Lisa, I, I can't let that thing. go. Back up. Hold up. <laughs> you just say that you've eaten cat food? Oh yeah. man, the amount of times that I've heard that from someone is not acceptable. But um, <laughs> I, but um, I first I thought he was actually gonna say he's eaten cats before. But oh my! Oh, well, <laughs> no, I've done that. <laughs> what? What? Hold on. I will give Chris one thing to his credit, though. One thing that we cannot deny. He saved Sonic from drowning. Good. True. Yeah. Nothing else to say? Uh-uh. Well, the next unpopular opinion, which I can't believe this was even brought up. Uh, somebody said that Shadow is overrated. Wrong. I'm like Wrong. Totally wrong. wrong. How can you say that? How can you say that Shadow is overrated? But before I give my opinion, I'm gonna pass it down to X because X seems like he got a lot to say about this. So X, what's, what's your take on this? I got a lot to say about everything, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, oh boy, no, 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 Houston. So, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he he just thinks it's it's kind of like we shouldn't even be that shouldn't even be a statement that we even discuss, right? Ah, uh, that sure, Luis. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think that we probably shouldn't even talk about this because uh, I, I've actually never heard anyone have this opinion. But if one of you has oh. it, then say it right now. It's it's okay. It'll be the first time I hear it, but. Yeah, your your death will be swift. Oh. Death to all who oppose me. I mean, go ahead, Peter. <laughs> I agree with Luis. It's so unpopular that nobody have ever heard this. I never have heard somebody say that Shadow is overrated. Come on. I have, actually. Really? Yeah, I've had heard it a few times. Um, there's oh, people okay. who just don't like Shadow. They think that he's he's an edgelord, uh, you know, like he's just like, oh, he's overrated. Like he's just because he's supposed to be cool, but like he has like no substance to him anymore. And I still disagree. I don't care because I think that his uh, where he started from, first off, had a lot of substance to him. And where he is now, you're basically saying that now he's just like the rest of the Sonic characters. I, I don't like necessarily some of the direction that they've taken the character, but at the same time, like he isn't like a horrible character still. He, What are you doing? Houston, it, sounds, it looks to me the audience can't see, but it looks to me like you do have some things to say about this. He has too much to say. He he's just like okay, say something, Houston. I actually could be 
I could defend Shadow as Houston defend Knuckles all day long. So I think Houston. I, I get this weird feeling that Houston does think Shadow's an edge lord. Yeah, I think. But that's the thing, though. I remember there was a, a brief period where people thought Shadow was emo. I'm like, he is so not emo. The most emo thing he said was in Shadow the Hedgehog, where he was like, like he he wished he was never created. That's only one version of the ending. All, the rest of the things that he's he's done is more uh, like the opposite of it. I think Edgelord would actually be more accurate than emo. And um, because metalhead. because I'm thinking I'm thinking of lines like in, in Sonic 06, you know, where he says, like, even if the world becomes his enemy, he'll keep fighting like he always has. Like that's that's not emo. That's he has confidence in himself as much as I don't like the story in Shadow the Hedgehog itself. I do like how now it's like, well, he knows about his past and he's able to move on from it finally. And then when Mephilus tries to do that whole, hey, you got to choose between going to treat yourself. Shadow's like, I am done with that nonsense. Like, I am moving on. I'm here to save the world. I'm a little bit aggressive, but I'm going to do it for Maria. And uh, or maybe not for Maria. (laughs) I don't know. But uh the point is, though, is that like he gets stuff done, and he, despite how edgy they make his character, still I think that it, it's not as easy to see. But I think that he is still friends with everyone, regardless of what Sega says for the comics. I I mean, it's fairly obvious that he has a close relationship with like Omega and Rouge, who both also I think are great characters. And as a unit, like it's they have like this strong camaraderie that's very surprising to see for characters like them. And and then like even in forces, I think it is fairly obvious that like when Shadow finds out that like they're trying to take out like Sonic, that they might have like this edge over him. It sounds to me like Shadow's like, you know, I gotta go warn Sonic. I'm like, Shadow's a good dude. Like they, I don't know why they make him seem like he's such like an aggressive jerk. He's a, a decent guy, you know, and he's a pretty good character still. He has a lot of depth to him. I would say that Shadow is a metalhead. Kind of an anti-hero but at the same time he he has a good intentions but still i want to hear from houston he was making such a movement and he doesn't want to talk it scares me a little bit oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay well i believe our friend houston doesn't have any opinion so correct I- moving on the next popular opinion is from you right houston what you gotta say I want the suspense to kill you for a moment. Shalice, is it killing you? Mm-hmm. Is it painful? Mm. I'm not doing my mm-hmm. job right. Okay, here it is. <clears throat> Sally is actually a good character. Oh my god. Okay, that's gonna make my heart. <laughs> What's that? I didn't say she was a bad character. She's a good character. I know. I said agree she was with a this character. one. Y'all may not agree with it. Some of you may not agree with it, but I actually agree with that one. Okay. I never said she was a bad character. I just said I don't ship her with Sonic. That's all I see. I said I had to ship Sonic with Amy other than with Sally. Oh, oh, is that where this is going? Sonic was a bad person. Potentially, Axe. What are your thoughts? Okay. So, Sally, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That she's a bad character? Uh Uh-huh. Good or bad? I, I think she's a, a decent character. I don't... There's, there's no... I mean... Okay, let me rephrase. I, I, Who 
is Sonic. Who pairs better with Sonic? Okay, now, okay, hold on. Let's clarify this even more. When you say pair, you mean like actually as an established couple? Who's going to make baby hedgehogs better? Oh my God, we're going there. Neither. (laughs) Neither. Well, that's because one is a squirrel and one is a cat. I think one is a cat. Did I say cat? Uh, Yeah. Oh, no. I did not mean that. <laughs> you, got, you got cat foot in your mind. <laughs> I have cat on my brain. <laughs> From the cat food. Although I can't you cat food. because while you've eaten cat food, I've eaten cat. Oh my so. God. <laughs> if this weren't a PG-13 podcast, there's a dirty joke in there somewhere. <laughs> Don't go to The unedited version. That's her other podcast. Version. Okay, That's yeah. podcast now return to our regularly scheduled PG 13 podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's after dark. Okay, <laughs> it is after dark. That's true. Yeah, we, we need we, we need to have like a, a, a be like, hey, if you guys subscribe, whatever, blah blah, does this, and then we also have the uncut raw axe version of the podcast. Dark like shadow soul outside. Totally different uh, post post edits, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, okay. okay, no, I think it, it, the reason why I asked those because um, I I mean Sonic and Amy are not actually a couple, so I'm I'm just trying to figure out: Are you talking about like the actual ship, or are you talking about just their official relationships? Because officially, I mean, obviously, I would say that like, well, Sally is the one who actually like supposedly was dating son well actually i guess it's kind of not clear but it seemed like they were pretty mutual on that and said am and i'm like they they were fine as a couple sonic and amy i i mean i don't think i've ever actually seen them as a couple but i mean it's clear that like amy at least officially likes sonic and sonic i think has probably like I think he he cares about her as a friend. I think he probably even thinks that she's cute, but is too shy to really like explore those type of feelings. So I don't think that he wants to like her that way, the way that she does. And uh, it also depends on the version of Amy you're talking about. Because in the comics, she's a kid who turned older, I guess, and not even that much older. She's still a few years younger than him. And in Sonic X, I think, maybe kind of sort of they could be but um but at the same time as sonic x that introduced her more angry side where it's like you she's kind of a a crazy bee if you know what i mean and uh in the games it fluctuates between her being like a nice girl and her being kind of obsessed sonic colors she used the big uh by saying we're gonna go find froggy in space but really it's just so you can help me go find sonic who's busy trying to save the world, but I'm just like, hey, I kind of want to stalk you so that we can uh, get married, even though you're going to say no. But then in the other games, it's like, mm. I mean, aside from the fact that he just, he doesn't seem to like her that way, I don't think there's anything wrong with her. Like, she just likes Sonic. She's saving a bird. She's being independent. She's becoming stronger. Uh, she's a nice person who cares about peace and everything. So it's like in the adventure series, if it weren't for the fact that he's not interested, I would say it would be, it would be fine. 
I'm, we're not going to talk about them making no hedgehog babies at the age of 12 and 15, <laughs> Houston. So I, I'm indifferent. I, you know, they're they're fine. It just depends on the continuity. They don't even coexist except in the comics. So honestly, I don't I don't care. Per, I personally prefer Sonic not to be with anyone, unless it's a specific continuity where it's like that. That's the direction they're going. Like in Sonic Boom, Sonic and Amy like each other. That's fine. Luis, what do you think? Uh, I'm kind of with Dax on this one too. Like it, it really is. Um, I really feel indifferent to to this whole situation. I think you could split the comics and the games aside. Sally belongs in the comics and Sad AM, you know, just in Sonic cartoon universe, except Sonic X and Sonic Boom. Um, and Amy is more in the game side and whatnot. And so I think I don't really have a preference over either. Uh, hopefully we don't see Sally in like a modern game and Amy is in it too, because that that's going to bring a lot of drama to the mix. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm indifferent with it too. And I, I think in fact, Sally was the original one before Amy. So, well, you know, it, it, it just, I don't know. I could see where people could have their sides though. I mean, it's, it could be a debatable topic for some people, but to me, it's like. Technically Sally is, um is the squirrel that he saves one of the little animals. Uh, from the classic games in japanese it, it was ricky so it's actually a dude and oh, then in, in okay. english uh they they called it they called the squirrel sally um and then they made a full character out of it and and made sally acorn for um no no yeah for the for set am and to the comics so technically sally is also in sonic x because uh you see the squirrel there and i i, I don't know if they were if they did this on purpose but Instead of having black eyes like they did in the classic days, they gave the squirrel blue eyes. And so I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it was conscious where there's they, they were kind of mm. combining the concepts. And uh, which I also think is funny because when they first go back to Sonic's world, they they're they show the squirrel again running around with other animals in a place that looks a lot like Mobile Tropolis. Sally's also in Sonic Forces. He's <laughs> Luis's face, did you guys see yeah. that? He was on like, Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm, there's I'm this official up. prologue. This official prologue comic. It's the oh, but which one was it? It was the one for like Shadow. There, there are official prologue comics for Sonic Forces, and one of them has like an image in the background of Sally. But anyways, I think even if Sally did come to the game, she doesn't have to be a love interest. I agree. Whatever they do is fine by me. Peter, oh, I don't have really a strong opinion about that unpopular opinion you know i mean is she a good character she is but it's like we're all talking about i think she belongs more to the comics and some of the animated series and if we're going to compare it with amy she's more into the games if i have to choose somebody i would try to keep it with amy so it's the same species it makes sense North yeah but i mean she's good yeah sure i mean i'm not gonna go into a fight now allow me to uh to uh corrupt this discussion before we move on to the last segment i will say that sally is probably a better pick princess sally is a better pick than princess elise oh but why why do you have to go yes Yes, yes, yes. Well, yes, listen, yes. which which hybrid babies do you think would be more uh, atrocious? The hedgehog squirrel or the hedgehog humans? 
moving yeah. on you guys ready for the last segment or anyone's got anything uh, else to say move on no yeah let's okay the yeah. last segment this this isn't gonna take too long this is basically kind of like a, a like a little um recap review kind of thing you know especially based on other things we just said right now uh it's a shame we didn't get to uh look at any more fan projects before this but you know what do you guys think in regards uh to the notion that the fan base is toxic uh, do you think that the fan base is actually as toxic as everyone says uh, for the infam- infamy that it receives? Or is the fan base passionate or both? And why do you think that? And is it normal? Is it okay that it's that way? Wow, so many looks of disgust. You guys don't, don't even see it. D- guys, imagine the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. Maybe you walked into the restroom and someone didn't flush. That is the faces I'm seeing right now. Those are the faces. All of them can, yeah, they're kind of the face. Like all the faces you guys are making right now, I'm picturing you looking at the toilet and that's the face you're making. This is gold and pun not intended. Pick me, pick me, pick me. My turn, my turn. Let me answer this one. Okay, Luis, I mean, okay, Houston. (laughs) Okay, all right. So I think this is a matter of opinion and perspective. Let me explain boring really really okay do you remember when the first trailer for the sonic the hedgehog movie came out yes and the backlash that happened yes right yes all the comments all the just every like it it was bad right it was so bad and what happened the studio went back the director went back and they changed it they changed sonic's design when they did I think I heard more overwhelming positivity than the negativity that we had heard when the original design came out. To me, that spells passion. That doesn't spell toxicity. Now, does toxicity exist in the fan base? Absolutely, because it exists in every fan base. But I think from an overwhelming majority, I think there's more passion than there is toxicity. And I'm interested to hear what others may think on that topic. Oh, I have a second. Do I have a third? All right. I'm going to go as a second. I do believe we as a fan base are some kind of a toxic because we are passionate about it. And if you're going to be passionate about any subject, you're going to get some kind of the toxicity if you get an argument that you really don't like. I mean, everybody went nuts when we saw that ugly squirrel monster thing from the trailer. And everybody gets really toxic when I start to defend Elise or Chris. I almost thought you were talking about Sally for a minute. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to take it one step further and say, oh, are you talking about Sonic Jr. and, and uh, Sally's oh. <laughs> in Sonic's offspring? <laughs> I don't. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, for example, when we're talking about Mario, like everything got really heated. So, oh, yeah. So do you it think was... it's passion or toxic? I think it's both. Because yeah. if they really hit something home, you're going to fight it, even if you have to be a little bit toxic about it. And granted, I do think that, I mean, you know, going forward, like uh, obviously there is passion and toxicity in every fan base. Right. I mean, we yeah, that, that wasn't really... Uh, something that we had to question but 
in terms of like the identity that the fan base as a whole receives a lot of people will say this fan base is toxic like there's more some people may think that there's more toxicity than passion and uh i think houston feels that there's more passion than toxicity i feel like maybe you feel the same way peter that there's more passion than toxicity that uh that that, that the toxicity comes from the passion but overall you would consider a a passionate fan base more than a toxic fan base uh in terms of how you identify it as a whole because i know a lot of people say like oh yeah our fan base is toxic because we're just like we're rude to each other nobody can have opinions and stuff like that but at the same time and this is why i want to show you stuff like nuzzo unleashed there's a lot of things that the fan base creates and um you know i, I can elaborate more on that later another time but uh third up Luis you were uh, unless Peter has anything else to say no I'm good let's go with Luis I say it's completely passionate uh, and I know I know like you guys are saying there's toxicity everywhere with any fan base no matter what but let's look at how passionate people are with creating their own characters right we, we saw it again with Sonic Forces thanks to that they included that in Sonic Forces they create their own um, fan-made projects right acts like you were showing us all, all those different uh, youtube channels so we've seen the fan base be so passionate to create projects outside of just playing the games reading the comics watching the movies i mean we got this podcast we're here we spent two three hours each week to talk about sonic and true, we might have our moments here where <laughs> we might disagree on things, but at the end of the day, the toxicity that you, you one might think might happen doesn't really happen because we all still talk to each other like the friends we are, right? Like we might disagree on something, but we're still friends here. Uh, we heard Houston and Paul have that little debate over Knuckles. They're still friends. You can't always find that level of passionate fans with I think any other video game series, uh, at least I haven't really seen it to that point where they do all those things. I would like to remind our listeners, have you heard Paul at any point this evening since he disagreed with me last time? I would just like to point that out. <laughs> there's a toxicity in our fan base. No, there's not. A, <laughs> listen, there's not enough toxicity to even fill one level of the chemical zone. Okay, we're fine. There's no toxicity here. Shalice. Okay, when it comes to toxicity and passion, first I'm going to give a definition of my definition of toxicity compared to passion. Toxicity burdens on a person wanting something to happen in a franchise and they want it so bad that they're willing to actually do something as stupid as death threats, throw death threats at the original creators of things. I'm like, why would you do that? That's what toxicity comes from. Then you got those are passionate about it. That they're passionate about it because no matter what goes on in the fan base, they're accepting of what the original creator has done. They're not going to say, "Oh, I'm going to send a death threat to you because you didn't do this because I want this that way." I'm like, that's toxic. Passion is they don't really they just passionate about the fan base. They don't really care. They still accept what the original creator did. They're not saying they go 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 change this right now because that's not what I want. Toxicity comes from. A more I I I I perspective. Passion comes from a I'm cool, I'm good, it's fine. It's what you created. I'm good with it. I'm cool with it. But so for us, I'm gonna say that the fan base of Sonic is more passionate than 
toxic. Because I've seen toxic fan bases coming from a, a weeb slash anime lover's perspective. And I'm like, um, we're not toxic. We're just passionate. Because toxic, I've seen toxic. And toxic is not good at all. I think what you meant to say is... That's no good. It's not. It's no good. No. But anyways, yeah. Toxicity is... Uh, no, not, not, it's not as prevalent as people think it is. Like, like for instance, if Paul, you know, if he had for some reason said something bad about Knuckles, I'm sure Houston would have, like, you know, just been like, don't worry, Paul, it's fine. Ah, well, okay. Let's see if that ever happens again if he's back on. Oh, wait. Never That's mind. We're I'm all wrong. This fan base is toxic. So you don't like oh. Knuckles, you know? You know who's not going to be in the next episode? You're not going to be. And you're Moving on. All right. <clears throat> Today, in the Blue Rumor section, we are not going to be discussing anything new in the Blue Rumor section. However, I don't like to talk about anything that I don't have some kind of reference or something to back up what we talk about. So hopefully I'll be able to get that and we'll talk about it in the next episode of the Blue Rumor. And that's why we won't be talking about Sonic Rift. Are we on the final ring? Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's go to the final ring. Uh, let's start with you, Houston. What is your final ring? Well, I apologize. I'll see you all at the live, but I won't be on the next episode because I'm moving. So I um, really appreciated everyone's opinions. And, you know, my lackluster last one was... Just poor form, poor form. That was a poor performance on my part. I will do better next time to shock and completely disturb. So I think that, you know, well, I guess the uh, the hedgehog babies, the hybrids, that probably disturbed a lot of people, but it's fine. So um, I appreciated everyone tonight and I look forward to catching you at the live uh, for all of our listeners out there. And I will see you guys next time. Next, let's go with you, Pedro. Peter. Peter. Uh, right for my last rank, I would say let's get this year with excellent energies, guy. Everybody's going to have big projects. I personally have a couple of those. I'm hoping to get a prof- professional improvement in my life. And I believe Houston is moving closer to me. So part of my projects could be that maybe we can do one episode eating the same room, Houston and me. Who knows? That could be a surprise for the whole team. Maybe yes, maybe no. We're going to have Shalise come over too. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And I hope to catch everybody on the live. Awesome. Well, yeah, that, that sounds uh, interesting. I think we're going to do a West Coast, East Coast, me and X, and uh, you three and Paul and probably Luke as well. <laughs> so Next, let's go with you, Shalise. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say for my final ring that I agree with Pedro. Peter. That this is going to be a good year because I am working on a big project myself that includes VR where, well, in the lives you won't see me. You'll see my virtual avatar. She is complete. She is ready. I'm just trying to get my tech guy to come in and rig up my whole setup. And you won't be seeing pretty much the original me anymore. You'll be seeing my avatar now. So, yeah, it's a big year for me. I'm trying to branch out there and do my own things now so yeah it's gonna be a big year for us we'll miss you hey (laughs) 
Well, the, that is uh, pretty awesome too. We can't wait to see that and see how it works. Maybe potentially we might actually eventually try it all ourselves too. And then we could do just a show that's just avatars as well. That, that would be actually pretty cool. Uh, finally, let's go with you, X. What's your final ring? Oh, well, that sounds interesting to me. She's going to be a, a real project melody here. Uh, or, 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 okay, maybe not project melody, but okay. And then... um. Maybe Houston will come up with something more disturbing than uh, hedgehog hybrid babies. Who knows? Stick around for the uh, to to get like some more uh, announcements on our uh, our alternative podcast, the Raw Axe, not so PG thirteen uncuts that we are definitely ringing, right, Luis? Yeah, I actually, you could also call it the Axe Files. The Axe Files, exactly. <laughs> it's totally gonna happen. No promises. It's anyways. Yeah, that's uh. That's my final ring. Uh, the sooner that we uh, pump out all this content, pun intended, uh, the s- <laughs> uh, <laughs> my my final ring is a mess. <laughs> anyway, those are the best. <laughs> well, for my final ring, I gotta say that this might be the most funniest episode we ever recorded, and and I know what we said the. Uh, a couple episodes ago that was the funniest episode i think this is it's really funny i don't know if we're gonna be able to top it off in the future we'll see if paul's not are, here i think it really been funny dying, you can unmute yourself <laughs> yeah but, yeah yeah what are they even ahead. laughing about oh he's fake laughing he's not even really <laughs> oh, laughing he wasn't really, oh, okay yeah <laughs> he was silent oh now he's choking okay he was, he was. he's a real eminem over here <laughs> shut up <laughs> no his face is actually turning red so this might not be fake well sadly i'm not a comedian otherwise i would uh, i would see if it if you could turn into the the veggie tails tomato but we're okay (laughs) wait a minute you went to veggie tails tomato and my favorite character is knuckles what the frick man all right. Wow. You call yourself a Sonic fan. I'm crying over y'all. Cry, I stop. I couldn't say no. <laughs> uh, hey, I would have signed an offensive if I would have said knuckles. But... Just sign off. Just sign off. <laughs> all right. Well, with that being said, um, I know we all had a blast today. We can't wait to hear uh, how this is going to sound. I can't wait to hear what Axe is going to keep that maybe I wouldn't keep if I would have edited, but <laughs> it's fine. It's super funny. And I'm sure all you listening right now actually enjoy when you hear our, our behind the scenes. It's cool. Trust, it's trust funny. Me, Luis. Trust I me. Really, I really hope that you edit out the part when I said that I ate, you know, cat food. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it in. I think it's I, really. I don't think that's actually gonna. If you keep, if you don't keep that, you can't keep that. I ate a cat once. I think it's gonna be like the first second. Peter oh. just saying, "I ate cat food." <laughs> it, it might uh, be I'll, the title of the podcast. Cat food. Uh, no, but we'll put. You'll never believe who ate cat food. People might think it's Houston. Correct. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Hey guys, if you guys are still listening to us right now, I, hopefully we're entertaining you because the episode ended like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, I'm just glad that the episode finished. Dude, did you bring out alcohol? 
know that it's still recording? <laughs> just no wanted way. to point that you out. You are the ones who are mentioning it. I just show a picture that it was not going to be showing. Jalice, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you okay? <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that, but I got to go do some sit-up. Uh, no, I, I just want to say the episode hasn't ended yet. Oh, yeah, it's oh still going God. on. Uh, you know, oh, I've you have a, a final ring, Luis. Yeah, well. We were in the middle uh, of his final ring. Sorry, go on. To, to say that again, that this has uh, been a really funny episode, and, and I hope everyone really enjoys it and they laugh as much as uh, Shalice was laughing right now. You know, good. We we, we like okay. to make people laugh. We we like to make you laugh. We're not going to be boring. See, another reason why we're so passionate Sonic fans. Want to make you laugh? I don't think if we were Mario fans, we'd make you laugh. So there you go. You're welcome. Anyways, with that being said, uh, thank you everyone for listening to the Hedgehog Zone. Be able to catch us on our next live. Feel free to say anything you heard in this podcast. If you want to talk about cat food or about someone eating cat here, then... Okay. I'm just saying someone's going to probably bring it up in a comment on, on our live. That There might be that possibility, and that's why I'm prepping you guys. Uh, see everyone. Have a good night. Bye. Toodles. Night, guys. Adios. Bye-bye. Hey, Sonic again? I was just on my way to order a chili dog, but there seems to be a holdup. Sorry, sir, but no service until you put on a mask. Oh, that's bull-hunky. Next. Oh, it's you, Sonic the Hedgehog. But sorry, Sonic, you have to put on a mask. That's not too difficult, is it? Let me see. There you go. Too easy. Piece of cake. But why? It's not fair. It's not fair for your peers to have to worry about getting sick either. Essential workers have to deal with the stress of people coming in all day long too. If you're not there for your crew, they can't be there for you. And that's no good. Sonic says.